0: Welcome back to Can't Let Go, the NBN podcast where we discuss the news stories and the personal stories from the past um, week or very long six-month passage of time that we can just not get out of our heads. I'm your host, Jacob Lazzaro, and I want to welcome you back to um, me hosting my own podcast after a six-month break because I was um, working for WESA in Pittsburgh, which was great, and then I was studying abroad in Hong Kong, and both of those are not places where you just make your own podcast because I was busy. But now I'm back here, so I can do that. Anyway, with me, I have two guests: I have Justin Curto on my right, and Libby Berry on my left. Guys, you want to introduce yourselves? Hi,
1: I'm Justin.
2: Hi, I'm Libby.
1: <laughs> well wow. it's two former NBN editors in chief. That's true. You have
2: a lot of power in this room.
0: That's wow. true. I'm intimidated actually, because I have two powerful, formerly powerful people on. Um, either yeah, side of me. Right, keyword
2: is formerly. All
0: right, so my news story is more of a news media organization story. Um, in my last month in Hong Kong, I came across this podcast called Heavyweight, and the premise of the podcast, um, made by Gimlet Media, which also makes Reply All and a lot of other really nice podcasts, is the host, um, Jonathan Goldstein, basically... Um, solves people's problems in his own kind of, like, very awkward way. For example, the first episode... Put weight right on me. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, basically the concept of the show. Mm-hmm. There's episodes, like, this guy from this most recent season who was, like, moved into an artist's, like, loft colony in Los Angeles to be, like, hip and, like, a hip, cool person, but That's he was wee. socially awkward, <laughs> so he never talked to any of his roommates, and they thought he was so weird, so they kicked him out of the apartment, and he felt bad about it. And he also got banned from this pizza shop that was, like, his sole source of social interaction. You get
2: banned from a pizza shop. they thought he
0: was stealing slices but he wasn't he just rollerbladed everywhere and rollerbladed in looked at the fridge and rollerbladed back out which looked like he stole the slices but in reality he was vegetarian they only had pepperoni
1: i don't listen to movie but he's vegan so he's cool <laughs>
0: yeah but if you want like a podcast about an awkward guy solving people's life problems would recommend
2: okay my question is though can anybody submit their life problems to this guy
0: they solicit I think they solicit, like, email submissions, like, at the beginning of each season. So they're probably taking them now because they just finished the last season. So if you've got, like, a, a heavyweight weight weighing on you... know, on I have you, so
2: many heavyweights.
0: Email Jonathan and be like, yo... Help me out. Yeah, and maybe it'll be a podcast episode. He, but each one is titled with the first name of the person, so yours would be called Libby.
2: So the thing that I can't let go of today is, you know, I woke up this morning, scrolling through Twitter, as I do, and I saw oh, that... You know, I I just was living in D.C. for like the past six months. So I follow a lot of D.C. journalists on Twitter. They're all tweeting about this fake version of the Washington Post that was just getting passed out in D.C. today. And so the Washington Post PR page tweeted like, this is not a real product of ours. Like, this is not real information. And I was like, you know, what's going on here? I took a look at it and it's basically a fake version of the Washington Post that is like this alternate world where President Trump has resigned office. Mike Pence has become president. You know, there's fake stories about the world breaking out into celebration.
1: What was the... Can you scroll up? Yeah. Um. What is the slogan there? Democracy awakens in action. <laughs> I was like...
2: He just... Yeah, it's interesting that they're, they're changing this and, like, they're using this fake paper as a way to try to, like, motivate people.
1: It also says it's May 1st, 2019.
2: That's, like, I was reading on this article that that's, like, their their goal. It's, like, a vision of an uprising that, you know, drives him from office mm-hmm. by May 1st of this year.
0: It's just a very weird thing. Like, I don't want to, like, you know, dunk on activists, you know, because, you know, activists, they do, like, important work, etc. But, like, what was this supposed to accomplish, honestly?
2: I mean, I'm guessing that it was supposed to grab people's attention. Um, but, yeah, my concern is just kind of feeding into something that's already been used as an attack against, you know, real journalism and real information about this administration. Um, And I think, you know, maybe supporting that work is a little bit more effective than using this medium of actual fake news.
0: Speaking of the facts, Justin, what's your news story
1: for this, this podcast episode? My news story is not one singular story. It is an event. I got on Twitter yesterday, and as Libby follows a bunch of DC people, I follow a bunch of music journalists. What a twist. Because that's my thing. And I see people talking about, like, oh my god, there are all these album release announcements. Like, someone's like, I'm getting, like, a big, important music announcement every five minutes. What's happening? And I'm like, oh my god, what is happening? But then I go on Pitchfork, and I just look at the news feed, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm just seeing... So many big things. I can give y'all a taste of it. We start the day with an African desert art installation that's gonna play the Toto song "Africa for All Eternity." <laughs> I like um, it. It's a good song.
2: It is a good song. Yeah. I actively listen to it on Spotify.
0: I think we should, we should all actively listen to it. It was in it my on top one hundred of the year. That's that's impressive. Actually. I don't know what that says about me as a person.
1: <laughs> um, so we have you blessed the rains a lot. <laughs> We have Kanye West and Kim Kardashian confirming their baby boy on the way. And a different very surrogate this relevant time. music the, yeah. I article. I a very their
2: other surrogate was unavailable. The time. that a very relevant
0: time. It's, it's yeah. ch- it Chicago is Chicago West? West. Yeah. Wow. I feel out of touch. I did not know that.
1: We have the
2: Kardashians.
1: <laughs> we have the Cranberries a band, which I adore. I also um, like
2: the Cranberries.
1: Sharing music from their final album before Dolores O'Riordan died. We have Alicia Keys is going to host the Grammys this year.
2: Is she really? Yeah.
1: See, so much of this stuff got lost because so much happened yeah. yesterday of course there's a lot of like spice or peppered in between here there's a lot of people pulling their R. Kelly collaboration songs So we don't need to get into that biggest news of the day though was the Bikini Kill reunion tour because they, they were a big um Riot girl punk sort of band mm-hmm. um that's a very punk name yeah um and all their music just got back on Spotify recently and there's a new box set announced and so it was kind of like a long time coming but like also like I never thought they would reunite. Karen O, from the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, who I love. She has new music out. I haven't listened to it yet.
2: MAPS Um, used to be my go-to song on Rock Band.
1: MAPS is one of the best songs ever made. so
2: good. now.
1: Now it's time for our personal stories on Can't Let Go. I always end up being the one to say that. Anyway... Mine will just be a kind of general thing, which is that I have moved back to Evanston, Illinois, because I was also abroad in the fall. I'm living off-campus for the first time, and I'm not just living in any off-campus situation, but I'm in a um, five-bedroom apartment with five other people, so six people total. Um, And you have one bathroom? I was getting there, yes. And we have one bathroom. (laughs) It's such an adjustment of living situations, including... Figuring out dishes We got into a little thing About like They had This thing where Um Everyone would have a day When you were supposed To do dishes And I was like Why can't everyone Just do their own dishes And they were like Because the dishes piled up Last quarter, and I'm like, what I hear there is that some people weren't doing their own dishes. So tell me who was not doing their own dishes? Justin, look how Jackie's like, I'm ready to
2: fucking throw
1: hands. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm like, let's all do our own dishes. So, so we're all doing our own dishes now, but somehow they pile up. And I don't know, some people in that apartment, like I can say, because she's my friend, like Paola de Verona, (laughs) I see a fucking blender there. Like, on a Monday night. And, like, all these pans and everything. And just all these blender parts are sitting there. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is the blender still doing here? And then the other thing that gets me is our bathroom has two sets of lights. You have the lights by the door. And there's another light switch by the mirror. I never turn on the light switch by the mirror because I always feel like it's enough light to use the light by the door. But some people do. But the thing is, no one ever fucking turns off the light. And we, sometimes we walk through the house and someone will be like... Turn off the kitchen light. We're not rich, but there's never that same sort <laughs> of fervor about <laughs> that there's never that same sort of passion about the bathroom mirror light. The upshot of all this is that I am living with a group of friends who I love and there're just some adjustments I've been making. And apartment people, if you're listening, all is great. I don't hate you, but please turn off the bathroom mirror <laughs> So I came
0: back to the U.S. on January second, and I had a very hectic like five days before classes started because my subletter only left, only sold me his bed, bed frame, oh. shower curtain, and microwave. So that was all that was in my apartment. So my apartment was like completely empty. Right, the first day was driving around the Chicago metropolitan area. I went to IKEA. I went to three thrift stores went to Trader Joe's, and I went to Target, I went to the grocery store, so I bought like a shit ton of groceries, I bought all my furniture, and then I spent the next three days putting together my two IKEA furnitures and putting everything away and like cleaning my apartment, and it was all set, and I felt like mentally stable, relaxed, and then I started class on Monday. And then I just had class and work all through the week. So I didn't have like a weekend to, you know, go do something to myself for like a while it felt like, and it was kind of stressful. But then on Saturday, most recent Saturday, my iPhone battery's been dying for a while, So I had to go to the Apple Store to get it replaced, and I decided since I'm going all the way into the city anyway, I might as well just, like, go wander around and go see a few things, like, have some time to myself, you know, just enjoy Chicago, because I really like living in Chicago a lot.
2: Yeah, and you've been gone for so long. Yeah, that's true. I've been gone for, like,
0: six, seven months, right? So I did miss it. So after getting my iPhone battery replaced, it was snowing, Um, so I biked in the snow from Lincoln Park, where the Apple store is, to um, Streeterville, went to Cafe Cito, which is, like, a Cuban cafe that I've heard is good. It was very good. Then I took the L to the um, Garfield Park Conservatory and walked around in the ferns and the cacti for an hour and a half, and that was nice. then I came back to Evanston and you know it was snowing and it was just it was just like a very like I am back in Chicago kind of day you know because I had the snow I had like the city I just had some time to kind of just you know do me and not like be worrying about all these things I had to do and that's my personal story because it was nice to just have a moment for self-care
1: I believe having a
0: moment for your self-care is very important
1: I was just confused because I thought the story was about putting together your furniture. No, that was
0: like the build-up because it was like, oh my god, it'd be so much.
1: So it was just like, okay. I see you have some visual inspiration. Oh, I
2: definitely have some visual inspiration. So keeping with, I guess you know, adjusting to new apartments. I moved into an apartment with a few of my friends, and yesterday we all went to see a movie together, which is really fun. Um, And we saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Now. This is what I can't let go of this week, because it was my second time seeing the movie. I liked it that much. And, like, just to, like, set the scene, I'm not a huge superhero person. I didn't really watch a lot of superhero movies growing up.
1: Did you watch Black Panther?
2: I haven't seen Black Panther, which I know is terrible, and it's definitely on my list, Mm -hmm. because... I mean, I know it has to be great. It's, it's
0: okay. I also haven't seen Black Panther. I also haven't seen The Avengers. So, I've Libby, seen you're not alone. Wonder
2: Woman, and I've seen, like, the second Batman, the one that has Heath Ledger in it, and, like, that's pretty much... Where's like, Rachel? I guess I saw... So where is she? Deadpool <laughs> 2. I haven't even seen Deadpool 1. Only Deadpool 2. So, you know, this is not a movie I would typically choose to see.
0: Very not on brand. Not on brand. Very off brands,
2: but. but, you know, I was like, it's getting good reviews over winter break. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go when I'm home. Because seeing a movie in normal Illinois is like so cheap every time. You can go for a matinee and it's like three ninety nine. dollars
0: I'm I miss so, those prices.
2: And the main reason I went is because John Mulaney is in this film. And it's his film debut. And I'm a big John Mulaney fan. I think that John Mulaney is my ideal man in this world. Unfortunately, he is married. And he really loves his wife. Like, a lot of his comedy deals with how much he loves his wife and respects her. And so, like, I'm not trying to break up that marriage. Not that I could, but I'm just, like, you know, I just want him to be happy. But I wanted to support him in his film debut. And he stars as Spider-Ham, which he is a small pig in this movie. It's definitely, like, going to be an Oscar contender. You know, I feel like Disney probably thought they had that category locked up with Incredibles 2. But having seen both movies through Spider Man. I would, I would. I'm a big Disney person, so this is kind of a big step for me.
0: This has been Can't Wait, though. Thanks, Justin. That's gonna wrap things up for this week. This and all other NVN podcasts can be found on iTunes and in the Google Play Store. Please subscribe you get a notification when there's a new episode. Our show's theme is Little Lovely Swing, which is by Tritachion, and we use that under a Creative Commons attribution license. I'm Jake Pizarro, your host. I'm Justin
1: Curto.
2: And I'm Libby Berry.
1: And this is NBN Audio.
2: Hi, Daniel McKenzie. I know you listen to this podcast.